0: Introducing Mindful Parenting in a Messy World with Michelle Gale. This podcast is for parents who long to be meaningfully connected to themselves and their children, even as the demands of modern life are accelerated. Enjoy a collection of supportive conversations, meditations, and nuggets of practical wisdom to help you embrace the parenting journey as your greatest potential for personal growth Welcome to Mindful Parenting in a Messy World. I'm your host, Michelle Gale, and I am here with a colleague and friend, Julie Neal. Julie is the founder of Mother's Quest that honors both the magic and the mess of parenthood. She speaks my language and believes our children challenge us to grow into our best selves. She's on a mission to live a truly epic life and through her example, inspire her children to do the same. Uh, welcome, Julie. Hi, Michelle. I'm so excited to be here with you. I am excited to have you. And, you know, when I was reading your, um, your bio on your About page, it says that Mother's Quest is a four-purpose venture that, inspire, that provides inspiration, coaching, and community so other mothers can live their epic lives. Can you tell us a little bit about what, what does a four-purpose venture mean?
1: Yeah. Well, I come from 20 years working in the nonprofit field in youth development and community building. And um, you know, for the longest time, my my vocation, my passion was really about supporting other other nonprofit organizations and other efforts. I was Mm -hmm. a development director and a very behind-the-scenes person, and I was really in service of other people's mission and something happened to me as i you know kind of hit what i call my midlife renaissance uh, where all of a sudden i felt like i wanted to create something with my own personal signature step into my own voice and purpose more and that for me was mother's quest and when i started to dig more about what would this thing be would it be a nonprofit organization is it uh, you know just just a business um, this idea of for purpose, um, a for purpose venture that you know can earn money and be financially sustainable, but is really rooted in mission, uh, mm. is, is what what I wanted to pursue. That's the path I'm following as I grow this.
0: Mm, I love it. Can you can you tell our listeners a little bit about the background story of Mother's Quest? How you were inspired to to move in this direction and just tell them a little bit more about it?
1: Absolutely. Well, the so Mother's Quest is really the coming together of two parts of my life that have been transformational. Um, so the first is motherhood. I'm a mom to two uh, amazing boys. My podcast opening says two high energy boys who challenged me to grow into my best self. I have an almost five-year-old and a 13-year-old. And they're both also what I call differently wired. Uh, and I've you know, had to step into all kinds of um, you know, advocacy and personal growth, letting go of preconceived expectations, um, letting my children be who they are, and just really championing them ways that have grown me as a person on so many levels. Mm. And, uh, and I love being a mom. And I also know that the journey as a mom can be a difficult one, especially if you're not in community. And I wanted to be part of providing that community for other moms. At the same time, I also have uh, had the privilege of being part of reflective practice and circles in the nonprofit where I worked, Alternatives in Action. A process called adult reflection is something that the organization was committed to even before coaching grew up as a profession Uh, recognizing that the adults that are working with young people need to have space for themselves to reflect and learn and grow and be in connection with one another if they're going to be providing that for young people Mm. so um, that caused me to go and get training to become a coach um, and i've been coaching for a decade um, kind of right alongside my motherhood journey so and um, when I came to this point, and as I mentioned in my life where I felt like I was ready to do something on my own, it was the bringing together of these two things, the power of motherhood and the power of reflection and coaching mm. that I wanted to do. Um, and the other thing that's important to note is that this idea was really brewing for a number of years. And I even did a mother's quest workshop and, um, about two years ago but then you know it I didn't I didn't seize it I didn't pursue it it was one of those things where you have like whispers of something you're supposed to do but you don't really listen or prioritize or carve the time and I finally had an experience that caused me to say I can't wait anymore and just say yes and so I've been all in ever since Mm,
0: can you, is that something you're willing to talk about? What was that experience that pushed you to yes? I think lots of people are curious about those kinds of moments in others' lives.
1: Yes, I'd be happy to talk about it. And um, if, if you do show notes, we can link to a blog post I wrote about this as well. Um, but I had been doing some visioning about Mother's Quest and thinking about um, what what are all the things that could be so it was present in my mind um, and I, I was with my younger son Jacob and we dropped my older son off at school and we came home to our house and I looked down and I saw that Facebook was showing me that I had a reminder that it had been a year since I did this pilot Mother's Quest workshop and I immediately had just to make my heart sank, and I had this feeling of just like feeling very trapped um, by my mm-hmm. own resistance. of just like not you know disbelief of how is it possible that a whole year passed for this thing that I know I'm meant to do and I haven't done anything to move it forward Um, and we walked into the house and literally not three seconds after I had that experience we heard a crashing noise and we went and we saw that there was a bird that had somehow flown into this little narrow doorway into my home and I have um a wall of glass windows looking out into our back garden and it was just just kept smashing against the glass trying to get out. And my son and I ran upstairs. We were completely petrified. It was really alarming. We weren't expecting mm. it. And I, you know, took a breath, calmed myself down and came downstairs and said, all I need to do is open the door and I'm sure this bird will fly out. And sure enough, it flew right out. And as I was standing and looking at it, I thought to myself, wow, this feels like a metaphor for what I was just, you know, this poor bird was trapped and it kept yeah. just crashing. It just needed me to open the door for it. Mm. Maybe that's what I need. I need somebody to open the door for me. And I think I would have gone about the rest of my day and maybe nothing more would have happened except that within moments, I saw that that bird wasn't flying away. It was hopping and I worried maybe it was it had broken a wing or something happened. And I heard crashing again, again and it turned out there was a second bird that was still in our house. Wow. This time when I opened the door, the bird didn't fly right out. It just sort of slowly, like almost thoughtfully hopped out and at that point, I thought, like, okay, you know, I don't, I don't know if there is a, a God, but it felt like there was some universal message for me. And I uh, put Jake down at the table with the glue and paper and let him do things I don't normally don't let him do <laughs> that in front of the computer, and just typed out this whole message um, and said, "This is it." Like, I, I think this opening the door, you know, was an opportunity for me to realize that nobody is gonna open the door for me if I don't walk through myself first. And I just you know, said in the post, I'm, I'm committing to this. I'm gonna live this life. I'm gonna create Mother's Quest. And I pressed send, uh, posted it. And honestly, from that moment, I've just been um, laser focused and passion filled and really created, have now created something really meaningful from just this idea.
0: Wow. Thank you for sharing that story. I'm sure others, you know, can be inspired by that, because I think we all are often looking for um, those signs um, that ignite, you know, what was already in you, obviously. And something about that, that moment and those birds and, and that metaphor was what helped ignite it. So it's a, it's a wonderful story. Thank you for sharing it
1: you're welcome. Yeah, one more thing that's really fascinating is that I I I have a photo of the bird and so I looked it up to see what kind of bird it is and they were mourning doves and I guess they mate for life and that's why the other bird hadn't flown away. And if you look up the symbolism of mourning birds, it's motherhood. Oh, so it really was, I think, you know, a, a an invitation for me to realize that this is this is the path I meant to follow.
0: Yeah great thank you i wonder um if you can share a little bit more about there's a couple of things i'm curious about that i don't even know myself and i know the listeners will will want to hear just more about you know what mother's quest means you know what it means to you and then also giving us you know a little tutorial on what you know on your website it says live your epic life epic is E-P-I-C in capital letters, you know, with dots in between. So I know it's an acronym for something. And you and I have never been able to have that conversation. So if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to hear more about that.
1: Yes. So the name Mother's Quest came to me because I felt like I was always on the quest myself to be able to, you know, live a life of meaning and purpose and to feel like I was pursuing my, my path. Um, while also still being really present and mindfully engaged with my children i feel often in our society there seems to be the sense that you have to choose you can either be fully present for your children or you can pursue your career or your passion but it seems like it's like an impossible task to have both Mm -hmm. Um, so you know mother's quest really is as you mentioned it's a it's a community so that we can provide inspiration and coaching and connection as we're on this um, quest that so many mothers I know also are on and um, living your epic life came to me as the tagline I was really frustrated as I started getting into this venture and actually, Michelle, you and I met through doing um, this manifesto code program with Jonathan Fields from the Good Life Project. Yeah. And it was during that time that I was struggling with trying to name, like, what is Mother's Quest really trying to do? What is this life that I'm saying I'm helping mothers and myself to live? And Harmony, who you may know, who is just a. Mm-hmm. a community member there, she and I were in a back and forth conversation and she kept saying things like, I think you're saying that you want moms to be able to have more balance in their lives or you want them to be more, less stressed. Um, And I noticed I was getting frustrated as I was typing these messages back and forth. And I finally said to her, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I don't want, I don't want us to be able to just live a more balanced life or a more stressed life. Uh, stress-free life, I really want us to live an epic life, the kind of life that is filled with all the things that matter most to us, a kind of life that when you look back and you're maybe, you know, sitting on the porch with your grandchildren and telling stories about the things that you did, um, they feel meaningful and you really went after, you didn't let fear or resistance um, stop you from going after the things that uh, you knew would fill your life. With yeah, rich memories. Mm-hmm. So um, once I figured out this epic life and it, it also mirrors the um, you know the hero's journey that Joseph Campbell, if you're familiar with him, um, yes that he talks about you know saying yes to your calling um, and setting out and finding you know the gifts and lessons to bring back. Um, I also though wondered if epic could break down the things that I always felt I was on a quest for. So that night after Harmony helped me, um, I sat down with a napkin and a pen. It was midnight, I think, at my kitchen table. And I just started to write the letters out to see if they would match with all the things that I'm on a quest for. And so it, it really did. So E stands for engaged and that's being mindfully engaged with our children. Mm-hmm. P is... Uh, purposeful and passionate and that's all about the work that we do in the world to make a difference is beyond our family i stands for invested in ourselves and c is connected so that we're um, connected to a strong support system and network and we're in community on this epic journey
0: Mm, that's beautiful that's beautiful you know i wonder you know as you were reading that i'm um you know listening from the perspective of of a mom who's staying home right now, and that's their decision. And so I wonder, how does this speak to them in that moment? Can it speak to them in that moment as well? Because I know this is really more about, you know, outside of the home. You know, some part of this is about being outside of the home, and certainly many of us have stayed at home for long periods of time, or not. Um, but some moms choose to stay home for. Extended periods of time, and can they live that epic life at home with their kids as these things are are bubbling?
1: Absolutely. So, I very consciously created the tagline as "Live Your Epic Life" as mm. opposed to "Live an Epic Life," I because I think that. it's so important that um, we not feel that we have to live up to somebody else's expectation of what a fulfilling or great life is. Yeah, for some mothers who have the ability, um, obviously that's not something that we all can do. But for those who are able to stay home and that's what they want to do, that is their version of an epic life. Mm. Um, That's absolutely that's that's their calling. That's what they should pursue. I do still think that there are ways to make sure that you're um, uh, giving yourself an outlet for your passion. Yeah, Um, and you know I have an interview. On my podcast, I get to interview all of these different incredible mothers who are living their own version of an epic life. Um, and uh, Lindsay McCarthy is the author of the Miracle Morning for Parents and Families. And on that episode, we talked about the fact that once she wrote the book, you know, she was she was a stay at home mom. She was committed to being home. She also homeschools her children. Um, and for her, that is what she's passionate about. And um, because of what she had learned in terms of bringing these miracle morning practices to her children, she had this opportunity to write the book, to write the manual on how to do that. Wow. And afterwards, she had all these new opportunities open up to her. She could speak, she could create programs, um, and she realized that... Those were things, you know, some of that she does do and she's created a, a Facebook community and um, she does do a lot of interviews and she does want to bring her experience to other mothers, but she doesn't have a desire to create a business or to now be taken away from, you know, what brought her to, to writing that book, which is she right. really wants to, she's passionate about creating this environment for her children where they're really pursuing their interests and um, having this incredible education Um, so that's that's how she's manifesting her epic life
0: I love to hear that I love to hear that so even in the
1: the staying home
0: with the family um, that epic life can be within that whether it's something that has to do with homeschooling or the family or it could be you know art you know rekindling a passion um, spending time with a passion right I mean whatever it might be that can all be part of it
1: And I think it's really important, um, you and I, before we pressed record were talking about this, uh, you know, we do want the best for our children. And so much of our focus and energy is on helping them live um, their epic life, or as my 13-year-old likes to say, his YOLO life. But, you know, I think that our kids learn so much from what they see. They learn more from the example that we're setting, that we're living, than what we tell them. Mm -hmm. And so, if we're telling them they should pursue their passion and they should invest in themselves and uh, make time for themselves and their own growth and learning and things that feed them, um, if they see that we're, you know, sacrificing ourselves in some ways, to be present for our children, but not giving what ourselves what we need as mothers, um, that's what they're going to learn.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I agree with that very much. You now, I was having, um, I was with our integrative doctor yesterday talking about myself and my two sons, and we were talking about parenting, and um, and we both agreed that you know one of the most the kind of the number. Two things that we're trying to do as parents is one, get them to survive till they're eighteen. You know, so we just want them to like live through the whole thing, and two, we want them to be able to fulfill their best selves, right? And 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 sl- I added sleep as a priority. You know, I'm I have a non negotiable around sleep. Uh, because I think both of those things are <laughs> really tied into essential. them. It's really essential. But I think also, as I'm listening to you, that you know, fulfilling our best self as parents is such a critical part of this as well. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Yes. I, I wonder if you can share with our listeners a little bit about how Mother's Quest has has impacted you. you know, you've had so many conversations with people on your blog, and uh, met with people, and coached coached women and mothers. And like, what? How has it impacted you?
1: Well, the the podcast in particular is is the first part of Mother's Quest that is really um, living in full dimension. I launched it as a birthday present to myself in December of two thousand sixteen. So we're still under a year. And the premise of the podcast was really that I would um, think about what are the things I'm on a quest for? What do I feel like I need to learn or I need um, some to find some people who could shine some light for me to light my way on this path? And then I've had the ability then to reach out to the most incredible people, many of whom I knew and were in my community and so many who I didn't know before and um, mm-hmm. might might not have thought that they would say yes yeah. to these conversations. And on the podcast, I get to ask them about, you know, how these epic guideposts show up in their lives. And then they usually have some area of expertise that I'm searching for that they can share. And they have, they each offer me a challenge or an invitation at the end of the episode. And then that's the thing I focus on in terms of improving my life. And I Mm -hmm. invite my listeners and my community. I also have a private Facebook group to come along too, and to say yes to those challenges and be part of the experience. So there have been so many ways, um, you know, I have I'm 25 episodes now. So, so many ways that I've grown. Um, a couple things that are really present for me right now. Um, one is that um, I've been growing what I call an activist muscle, I think, um, before this year i was one of those people i think this is fairly common um who i you know i felt like the news or politics just sort of brought me down and i didn't i felt like i was making a difference but i was doing that through my work and in my local community and i wasn't paying very much attention to what was happening um and so you know since the election i have felt that that is no longer an option But it all felt very foreign to me. Um, The idea of going out to a march or attending my senator's town hall meeting. Mm. These were all things that I had never done before. So um, I had the privilege of having Pella Mendoza on the podcast. She was one of the organizers of the Women's March Mm -hmm. nationally. Wow. Um, And she talked with me about, you know, the many different forms of activism. And um, her challenge was to go attend a town hall meeting, which I did. Um, and more recently, I had Elizabeth Cronus McLaughlin on, and she has created these daily resistance lives on Facebook where um, she's a former Wall Street attorney. So she breaks down a lot of, like, let me, you know, she's like, let me help you understand what's happening and what's required. And um, she also gives us a call to action each day about, you know, what which senators or which Congress people we should call and what the messages could be and you know, how to really make a difference and make our voices heard. And so I've had the experience of you know, making an advocacy call. Like I, I called John McCain's office um, you know, when that vote was coming about the Affordable Care Act. And then I saw him take a stand and I felt like I was you know, one small part of many people that probably you know, had an influence on that. Mm. Um more recently, I've also, you know, throughout the year been opening up more and really paying attention to what's happening um, with black people who have been killed um, yeah. with police. Yeah. And that was another thing that I would, you know, maybe feel some heartache about, but not do not take any action and certainly not speak out about it. Yeah, because I was afraid I would say the wrong thing or mm-hmm. do some harm or face judgment on either side. Um, And I've just stopped allowing myself to stay silent and I'm in the learning and discovery process I have a, a diversity 101 diversity is an asset 101 class that I've committed to that actually starts tonight Wow, and I have an episode on my podcast with Nicole Lee about courageous conversation with our children about race and diversity that's coming out tomorrow so, um, you know, it's just so many ways that I've really been growing as a result of this experience. So it's really kind of shifted you into more of a social activist role, it sounds like. Yeah, I think that is absolutely one part of it. I mean, um, you know, there's also been, I mentioned the interview I had with Lindsay McCarthy, um, I've been a night owl my whole life and not very good about starting my mornings with intention. And so, you know, having the episode with her and we did a a challenge inside the Facebook group um really got me to shift some of my patterns and behaviors. Um I also had Amanda Steinberg on, who's the CEO of the Daily Worth yeah. and sat down with my husband in a spreadsheet and um had, you know, for the first time really um Understood, you know, where's our money and what's our debt and, you know, stepping into being more of a partner instead of kind of having my head in the sand about finances, yeah. which is also something I think that can be common for women. Yeah. Um, so there have really been so many ways across all those epic guideposts that I've been learning and growing and then sharing with my children all along the way, which I think is one of the biggest gifts they get to to be part of this experience too. And to have those conversations with them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I, one of my favorite episodes on the podcast is actually one that I recorded with my 13-year-old. Um, we took the day off. He didn't go to school on his 13th birthday and we went for um, what I call a milestone hike. Mm-hmm. And he reflected on his first 13 years of his life and I reflected on my 13 years of motherhood. And, you know, what are the things that we've learned and what do we want to leave behind and what do we want to carry forward? And then we recorded our reflections on the podcast episode together.
0: Oh, I have to go listen to that one.
1: (laughs) I I haven't listened to that one yet. That sounds so sweet. And a a, a lot of my friends have listened to that episode with their children Um, and you know, it opened up some conversation between the two of them.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, opening conversations are so needed in our world right now in so many ways. And, um, I also appreciate the challenge that you're giving, um, to podcasters, to white women who are podcasters. Can you tell, I'm, and I'm, I'm signing up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna join. Can you
1: tell us a little bit about, about that and, and what you created and why you created it? Absolutely. So, as you know, I mentioned that I'm on this quest right now about using my voice, um, uncovering my own white privilege, and um, figuring out how to become a better advocate Mm -hmm. and ally. And so one of the things I felt like I could do uh, was use my platform and use um, Mother's Quest as a way to have some courageous conversation and um, that i could make a contribution also to an organization that's doing this work and i could invite my community to make a contribution and once i got clear about that personal pledge i realized that i know so many other incredible women that also want to make a difference that also have a platform and i could invite them to make a similar pledge So um, the initiative that I've named for this effort is called uh, Women Podcasters in Solidarity. Mm -hmm. And um, it's in solidarity for social justice. And my idea is that this will really live beyond uh, this one time that maybe it's a biannual effort and we can choose different areas of focus or causes uh, to bring our attention to. But this first one, I really wanted it to be around um, Black Lives Matter and racism. And I had... Planned this initiative even before Charlottesville, so it was another example of um, you know when the horror of what was happening there came out. I just felt like it was further confirmation that this work has to be done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, it's I would say the initiative is not only for white women, and we have um, several women of color that have signed the um, pledge as well. But I think it's particularly important um, that white women who may have a lot of um, listeners who are not of color and who maybe haven't been part of these conversations or haven't expanded their awareness as much, uh, that we can really reach more people um, that way. I love that. I love that. And you know, a a book I
0: read in graduate school during a cross-cultural studies class was called um, Uprooting Racism how white people can work for racial justice. And it was one of um, really the book that opened my eyes a lot to this type of work and how I can be an ally. And um, so I love that you're having this conversation. Uh, more of us need to. And uh, I just appreciate how this quest, this mother's quest, has has brought you to that, to that space. I think it's really telling. Um, what happens, you know, when we get quiet and go in and do the work that you've done uh, to, to create this, um, this body of work, you know, that's come through you. um, That's also meant to support and hold others. And, um, you know, just, it shows the power of, of that going in and, and living with intention. I just find it beautiful.
1: Thank you. And I'm so grateful that you want to be part of of this effort and initiative.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're just
1: about out of time.
0: So um, I wanna make sure that our listeners know how to reach you, how they can work with you. I know you have a couple of different things going
1: on. Can you just share that uh, website address, that kind of thing with everyone? Absolutely. Um, so you can go to mothersquest.com uh, to find more about Mother's Quest in general. Mothersquest.com backslash podcast will take you to all of the episodes many of which we talked about today I'm um, also I mentioned Elizabeth Cronus McLaughlin and um, I have the honor of Being able to interview her on stage in Palo Alto on September 20th right. um, And I think there's still some tickets available for that would love to see you and help um, you develop your activist muscle and be inspired by Elizabeth if you are interested I'm also launching my first um, Mother's Quest circle pilot, which will be um, an opportunity for an intimate group of 10 women or less to come together over four months to um, really hold a reflective circle for one another to offer each other um, to really listen and ask one another empowering questions and champion each other as we move towards living our epic life. So there'll be an opportunity to identify something that you've been wanting to do um, that you have maybe um, sidelined and um, be in community as you commit to taking action on that.
0: Mm, I love that. And also, you know, just to note that Julie also does coaching one-on-one with women and particularly mothers that... Um, you know are kind of looking to to go in and explore more about what this epic life might mean for them so I, I can't recommend her highly enough as a as a one-on-one coach
1: thank you so much Michelle and then the last thing is that I also have a private Facebook group and um, where uh, you know I share updates about the episodes that are coming out and personal reflections uh, and then also I've been having my podcast guests come into the group and do some Q and A's and Facebook live so that we can continue the conversation and check in on these challenges. Um, And I know Michelle, you have a book coming out and I'd love to host you in the group as well and have you share some of these words of wisdom and nuggets. Uh, from your book that could help us more fully live our epitaphs.
0: Yeah, thank you. I know, and I get yelled at a lot for not ever mentioning my book on the podcast that's coming. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so that's I'm,
0: so, so I'm glad you mentioned it. You know, it's coming out October 17th. It's Mindful Parenting in a Messy World. I'm, I'm super excited for it to happen. And I'll definitely be doing a podcast, you know, right before to to share a little more about it. But thank you for bringing up. Now I won't get, now I won't get yelled at.
1: Yeah. <laughs> And would you be interested in coming into the group and talking about it with us?
0: Yeah, of course, of course. And I'll invite everyone who's listening to come with me. Let's all go. What's the name of the Facebook group again? Is it Uh, just Mother's Quest?
1: Mother's Quest. Yeah, you can do facebook.com. I never remember if it's backslash or forward slash group. And then, you know, the right slash and then Mother's Quest. Um, Okay. You'll also find the link to the Facebook group on the Mother's Quest website as well.
0: Okay, great. Well, we will we will see you there and we'll say goodbye now, Julie. Thank you for being with us.
1: Oh, you know, I should mention that the deadline for applications for the circle is September 10th. So, okay. um, if it's something that's of interest to you, I encourage you to go take a look at that as soon as possible.
0: Okay. Thank you for that last little bit and thank you for being here.
1: So grateful. This yeah. Has been really
0: wonderful to talk with you. Yeah. And we'll sign off. May you meet this moment fully. May you meet this moment with kindness towards yourself and others. Thanks for listening to Mindful Parenting in a Messy World with Michelle Gale. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share our podcast with a friend and give us some
1: stars in a favorable review at iTunes.